Hi, I am Chris. I am a physician and an advanced weight loss coach. This is the podcast for you if you grew up in an environment where saying no to food offerings is like rejecting your mom, your parents, your heritage. If not cleaning your plate was frowned upon, but perfect bodies were not only praised, but expected. We're faced between the tug of war between weight loss and keeping the family together. The family wins, right? If you feel you'll hurt someone's feelings by saying no to their food and drink offerings, you are exhausted of dieting and have resolved to believe you are not destined to lose weight, but deep inside you still have a desire to achieve it, you are in the right place. I will teach you to free yourself from food drama and restrictive dieting so you can have fun and enjoy your journey towards permanent weight loss while still preserving those family ties and celebrating your cultural heritage. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the podcast. How are you? Is it getting cold where you live? You know, I live in Texas and it's the craziest thing because I wake up like in the upper 30s or low 40s and then I, I don't like cold weather. So I wrap up a lot. But then when I leave work at around 4 to 5 p.m., it's like 70 degrees and then I'm sweating and I have to start like taking all my layers off. So I hope you are enjoying the beginning of this amazing holiday season. And if you're listening to this, the day that it airs, today is Friday, November 12th. And yesterday was my webinar on handling holiday food drama. And I want to thank each one of you who attended and each one of you who registered, who's going to be watching it later. I'm telling you, it's super good. I really hope that you were able to empower yourself with these amazing tools so you can just stay focused this holiday season and align all those festivities and the foods and enjoy your traditional foods that you like while still being focused on on your weight goals. And some of you just, just want to maintain your weight. Some of you express that you want to lose some pounds during the holidays. And some of you are okay with gaining some, but you just don't want to gain like the usual 10 pounds and you just want to gain maybe like two or three pounds. And all of those things are totally okay and doable. And it's all about just staying focused and enjoying things in a way, again, that align with your goals. So with the holiday season starting, I just want to mention, I am going to launch a small exclusive special group coaching program for seven weeks this holiday season. And it's going to bring you a lot of support, encouragement, and motivation to keep you on track with those goals that you want to maintain during this season. So if you want to start the new year just hitting the ground running, you don't want to miss this. So go to my webpage, chrisberlingerimd.com, and all the information is there if you are interested. Spaces are limited. So, and I have already a couple of people signed up. So if you don't want to miss this opportunity, I'm here for you. Go right now to my website and register. And for those of you who register for this program, are going to have a discount for my January program that is launching in January 17th. Okay. It's going to be a 12-week 
group coaching program. And again, if you want to set yourself up for success for 2022, you don't want to miss this. So again, if you have more questions, please check it out on the website, chrisberlingerimd.com. So in the same spirit of the holidays, today I want to talk about handling other people's opinions. Because, you know, with the holiday season and its festivities comes family gatherings, community parties, and other types of social functions. And it's a great opportunity to mingle with people who we don't usually see, that we don't see often or we haven't seen in a long time. And we sometimes are looking forward to seeing them and others we're kind of like dreading to encounter. And it can be a melting pot of differences in opinion regarding politics, religion, how to raise our kids, the usage of masks, COVID vaccination. And you can imagine all of those things, right? And maybe, I don't know, you have that uncle who usually comments on your muffin top or who asks you when are you going to get married or who asks when you're going to have kids. Or you will see that in-law who always has something to say about your cooking or cleaning abilities Or you are just simply an introvert, like me, who rather just be staying in the comfort of their home, wearing some cozy PJs with a hot cup of coffee in your hands. So if we go to the core of the matter, whenever we don't want to engage in social situations like this, usually what we are avoiding is those differences in opinions. And and this is normal. That's fine. And because of what we see in culture, like in movies, in social media, in the news, we usually have a black and white perspective of issues of importance to us and our values. We polarize our opinions and obviously we are right and they are wrong. And if only they would see things our way everything would be right. Like, we just mean well. We just want them to know what is the right way. And definitely the right way is our way. So we're just committed to either, you know, resisting what they have to say or convincing them of our point of view, right? So let me back up a little bit and tell you why this is kind of like normal and why we think like this in the first place. So you need to understand that our brains at a subconscious level for our own safety has been formulating beliefs and ideas based on a lot of input, a lot of experiences. What we like this, this starts happening, I think, since we are like developing in the ureters of our mom. So we will hold on very strongly to those beliefs because that's how we have learned to interpret the environment. And again, the brain does that to keep us safe. Like, okay, this is right. This is wrong. This is what we should avoid. And this is okay. All of those things. And whenever it encounters something different, it's just going to set off the danger, danger, danger alarm. And that's when we can start feeling anxious, fearful, defensive, stressed, etc. Okay, so all of this is occurring at the subconscious level. 
All you know is that whenever that person starts talking about a certain subject, you either feel the urge to leave the room, cover their mouth. Some people may feel the urge to punch them. <laughs> you just want them to stop talking or you just want to run away to another round of punch or chips or dip or dessert so you can just distract yourself and stop listening to that person, right? So what's the solution? The solution might be just to convince them of our point of view, right? Right? I mean, if you have figured out a way to do that, just let me know. Because wouldn't that be great? So, but really, what's the solution? First of all, you need to decide if this is truly a conversation that you want to engage in. Or even if this is a party or social gathering that you want to go or not. Because you can always say no. Right? And a good place to lean into is... If everything the next day, I'm going to be happy and everything went well, did I go or did I not go? Or even better, are you fearful of going because you are fearful of what they're going to think of you? Or are you fearful of not going because of what they're going to think of you for not going? So whatever fear you have, then you should go against that fear. Let me explain that. Let's say you want to go, you have this party, an office party, and you kind of like want to go, but you're like, oh, I don't know if I should go because I just don't want to see that person. Or I just don't want, I don't want to hear what they have to say, like what I'm talking about, right? That differences in opinions or that person who's going to be there. So if you're fearful of that, then you should go to the party because that's really what you want to do. You're just afraid of those situations. But let's say that you, you're like, oh, I have this party, but I'd rather stay home, but I'm just afraid of what they're going to think of me if I don't go. Then maybe you truly just want to stay home and then you just have to deal with the opinion of them if you don't go. I hope that makes sense. So if you decide to go, then... Check in with your expectations. What are your expectations of other people? Because, for example, I have kids. And sometimes as moms, we are planning these activities with our kids. So let's say go to the pumpkin patch or go to, the, um, to see the Christmas lights somewhere. And we just expect to have like a Hallmark uh, movie experience. But what do they end up doing? They end up fighting, they end up being ungrateful, whining, tiring, right? So check in with your expectations. If your kids always end up having a fight or a discussion at this type of activities, then why do we expect suddenly that they will be poster kids at this event, right? So don't set up ourselves for disappointments like that. Let's just be realistic. Right. If you know that that particular uncle who always comments on your muffin top is going to be there, then why do you think it's going to be different this time? Or if there's going to be that person who's always, I don't know, has had too many drinks and always is inappropriate. Why expect that it's going to be different this time? Right. So how can you prepare yourself for that instead of expecting something else? 
that way you can develop strategies. Like if you know that around a certain time that person is going to show up with too many drinks, then maybe you can plan to leave before that person arrives or plan to have a, like, you know, distract yourself with, with another conversation or maybe you can have a friend or your husband or your spouse kind of like, you know, plan for something. Or if you know that person is going to usually say something about politics or COVID or something like that, just kind of like come from, you know, you can either decide to not engage in that conversation or you can just decide to maybe be curious instead of judgmental, right? Like, what if, let me see how interesting this person thinks like that. <gasps> how fascinating. And just lean into curiosity. Because remember, if you get in the zone of judging them and then trying to manipulate them into saying something else, you're going to come off as really weird and awkward and it's just going to create a lot of resistance in the other person. And I don't think that usually goes too well. So whenever we just kind of like enter this zone of just being curious, like, oh, how interesting. Let me see what they have to say about this. Or maybe they're just confused. I do that a lot when I, particularly as a doctor, when I see patients that really are very resistant to my recommendations as a physician, I would be like, oh, they're just confused. They're just confused. And I don't make it mean anything about me, right? So you can lean into curiosity or just kind of like they're just confused. But I don't, again, I don't try to engage in those dynamics where I try to convince people of my own opinion. And if I do, if I'm coming out of love, then I don't try to push my agenda. I'm just like, well, that's interesting that you think like that. Well, I think like this because of this, this and that. And just kind of like lay it out there if you really care for them. And but without the agenda of trying to convince them of changing their mind. Also, sometimes we have the expectations of I just want everybody to have a good time. And we think this is such a nice thought. But if you think for if you always see that at a certain event, those two co-workers are always arguing or, you know, your brother and your sister are always having the same argument or your mom and your sister are always at each other at parties. Then how about instead of thinking, I just want everybody to have a good time, which again, seems like a noble thought to have. Why don't you instead kind of like start thinking something along the lines like, I want everyone to have the experience that they choose to have. Because each person is responsible for their own experience. And then what are the expectations for yourself? It's okay that you're disappointed if that person says something to you or if your mom, you know, shows up in a way that you don't really would like for her to show up. Don't force yourself into rainbows and butterflies and neglect your feelings. It's okay you're disappointed. But then... Move on to a more empowered position of how do I want to show up given this situation? Given the situation that my mom is having a, an argument with my sister like they always do, who do I want to be in this situation instead of trying to resisting it and being all like, oh, I wish, like just, just staying in the center. I wish everybody would just get along. Like, 
How do you want to show up? Who do you want to be in that situation? And I think it's good to practice in advance before you go to certain events. Just particularly family events. Like it's going to be awesome, but it's also going to be awful. Thinking people can show up however they want. And it doesn't mean anything about me. It's all about them. Their opinions, their thoughts has nothing to do about me. Another empowering thought is, I do not have the power to change people, but I can decide how I want to be. Another thing is, they can have different opinions than me, and that's okay. And just know that whenever somebody, again, like what I explained earlier, if someone has a different opinion of you, initially we find it threatening because the brain thinks it's, it's dangerous, right? But then we can just tell ourselves we are safe, right? If we start feeling defensive, angry, or anxious, it's because my brain thinks that I'm in danger, but I'm actually safe, right? So if you can just tell yourself, I'm actually safe, they have a different opinion than I do, and that's okay. And then give them permission to judge you. Give them permission to be wrong about you and to criticize you. Right? Just be okay with that. You don't have to believe them. You don't have to. I mean, somebody, a great example that one of my teachers says, somebody comes to you and tells you, I hate your blue hair. Would you take it personally? Would you care? I'd be like, I mean... You're crazy. I don't have blue hair, right? Like you would be like, you would just laugh and not make it mean anything. But you know what happens? What we believe about other people's opinions of us is what we deep down believe about ourselves. And that's when it becomes painful, the opinion of others. When we believe that. So just give permission for people to be wrong about you, and you don't have to believe them. And if it rubs you the wrong way, then just ask yourself, huh, do I believe this? Let me check that. Do I believe this and that about me? And then just explore that. Maybe that's a great opportunity for you to work on your own self-belief and conception of yourself. The concept of yourself, I'm sorry. Also, remember that nobody woke up that day with the agenda of ruining your day or ruining the party. All humans are trying to do the best that they can at every single moment. And sometimes the best can really suck, but they truly are. Like, again, nobody went to that party saying, oh, I'm just going to ruin her day. I'm just going to make her miserable. Like, that's really not on people's mind. So that drama that they're having... Is all about themselves. Okay? And then whenever conflict arises, just think, what would love do in this situation? Like, what would love for myself and the other person do? And sometimes love just stays silent. Sometimes love just withdraws. Right? Sometimes love speaks up in a loving way, without pushing an agenda, right? And just always think, this is something that my mom taught me from a very, very early age. 
you take things depending who they come from. If some random person has an opinion of you, like why give it so much emotional effort and consumption? Like just don't let that bother you. You don't even know them. Now, if it's something that you care about and something that you highly respect their opinion and they say something that doesn't really sit well with you, first of all, think, are they sober or not? <laughs> are they meaning well? Or they just said it in a moment of anger, in a moment of whatever, right? And then if just kind of like pause for a moment and check if there's some truth. Sometimes comments like that is a great opportunity to look within and see, okay, let me see if this is true about myself. And then if I want to change it or not. Because sometimes I have clients that tell me, you know, I serve myself some fries and, you know, I plan to have some fries, but then I went to serve myself more and my mother-in-law told me, are you going to eat more of those? And I got so angry that I just ate the entire thing. And, and they are bothered because deep down they know that really they didn't plan for the extra fries. And the mother-in-law is just touching on that kind of like sore spot, right? And that's a great moment to just pause and see maybe they're right. And they're telling me because they love me. Maybe they're looking for my best interest. But it's right. It's just a great opportunity to just take a pause and look within and see, okay, let me see how can I make this uh, a thing that I can improve from. Okay. I know this is a very delicate subject and other people's opinions. It's a big, big thing when it comes during the weight loss journey. And in maintenance and in overeating. And I can have a whole other episode talking about other people's opinion, people pleasing, and all of this when it comes related to food. So if you are struggling with this, please, I can help you. Do not hesitate to reach out. You are not the only one. Like I deal with this. People like, we deal with this with family members, with friends, with strangers. And again, if it's affecting um, your weight loss journey, I can totally help you navigate those situations, okay? So I will leave you with this. And I hope you have an amazing weekend. And I'll see you next time. Please, one more favor. If you are enjoying this podcast and you haven't rated it, please rate it. Because it helps it come up when people are looking for podcasts for weight loss. It will show up um, higher up the more ratings and reviews it has. So again, if you have found this to be helpful for you, please go. And it's very easy. Just click on those stars. Just give it a rating and share with your friends um, and family members that you think are going to benefit from this. Okay, I'll see you next week. And have a great, great weekend. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe to the show so you don't miss an episode. If you found this to be helpful, please rank it and leave a review because by doing so, you make it easier for others to find it. 
Also, if you would like to find out how to work with me and be part of our multilingual and multicultural community, make sure you visit my website, chrisberlingerymd.com. There is a free planning guide waiting for you there as well.